Hey guys, it's Sleeper Kid, uh, 2020. We're doing a new episode here during the quarantine. Um, hopefully when you hear this, the quarantine is over because we are we have a couple of other episodes that are backlogged uh, that I'd like for you guys to hear. But um, we are here today with two uh, two pro wrestlers who are also uh, just amazing people. Well, I, I met, I've known one of them for a long time. I just met one today. So we are here with Jesse Bell. Hey y'all. And your friend Alexa. Hi Gins. And <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for her. She's from Pittsburgh and she don't know how to talk. I talk just fine. And we are keeping safe distance from each other uh, during this recording where we're, we're trying to be as safe as possible. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, what, what brought you guys through? Just um, I had to make a trip to Florida basically for a friend. Um, so I had to help somebody out in need and break out of quarantine to do that. So... And I was like, I knew that you were on the way back, and I wanted to check in and see how my buddy was doing. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Um, I hope everybody else is out. You know, who's listening to this is doing okay. It's been a pretty, pretty rough year. Um, yeah, pretty crazy. A lot of. I mean, that's this is. I think fuck twenty twenty has been like the universal thing. So. Yeah, yeah, the like between Australia yeah. being on fire, the whole world being sick and dying. <laughs> Like World War Three. <laughs> World War III. I was going to get you a little bit closer. Like all kinds of... Yeah, I'm not a fan of 2020 neither, so... Um, uh, and right now we're in a very interesting place because we, we don't know what the future holds. Like, we, we have no idea what's coming, which is... No. It's so weird, right? There's no end date. Yeah. There like, is no, like, on such and such date, we're definitely back to this, that, you know... There's life no, goes on. And my right. calendar is... Uh, I don't even know what my calendar's doing. Like I, I've, it's completely clear at this point. Like we, we usually book all the way up until December right. at this point. So there's, and you can't. It's really weird, and to have all this free time is kind of bizarre, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. I made a post. I think it was like a couple weeks ago where I said like, oh, I really wish I could, I could, I could have more time to like binge my favorite shows. <laughs> but then I wrote something like I shouldn't have said that while holding a monkey's paw, which is a mirror. <laughs> yeah. And so, but I think that's what it is. It's like you, oh, you get to have this free time, but also it comes with this horrible price, which is almost what? A hundred thousand people dead in the U.S.? Yeah. Worldwide, it's something like 300,000. It's, it's, it's crazy. Insane. So we're here trying to keep it together and stay sane for you guys. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, two amazing wrestlers. and We're going to find out um, what drove them to be where they are now. Uh, and Jesse, we're going to start with you because, um, I mean, for those who don't know who you are, you're... I, I feel bad for you, but uh, do do some Googling. You'll find her. Uh, and you guys are both, uh, from what I understand, just, I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of your matches and stuff, and it's it's just really, really good work, but also Jesse's work for me. Alexa has not, but uh, I've seen Jesse, you know, in the flesh, like, taking direction and, and, and working with somebody who she's never met, and you're just, like, a natural for that. Thank you. But what got you into it? Um, I love wrestling. Mm -hmm. Like, I love it. It is literally... I've been a huge fan ever since I was a kid. Um, I met a guy in 2005 when I was in college, and uh, he uh, had this look to him. I mean, big guy, 6'4", like 240, like real muscular, and I'm like, he does something. He has that look. They're like, what does he do? And uh, he was like, oh, I'm a pro wrestler. And me being a wrestling fan, I'm like, I ain't seen you on Raw. And uh, he was like, no, I'm on the independent 
level of wrestling. I don't even know what that was. Yeah, right. So, um, and basically, it's like the triple A ball before you get to Major League Baseball. It's the level where everybody's at. Um, and so he takes me to a show, and it was the first wrestling show I'd ever been to, and I was immediately like, I'm doing this. Like, you're going to teach me how to do this? Like, I am, I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And at first he was like, no, absolutely not. And, and it was like our second or third date, and I was like, oh, well, you're not going to let me? Cool, because that guy's been checking me out. I'm sure he will. <laughs> that guy will. That guy will. And I was literally like, I'm wrestling. Like, uh, I don't care what you, you think. Whether you like it or not. Like, that's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Well, two questions. So what was what was it that you saw in the ring that made you go like, holy shit, I want to do this? I mean, I wanted to wrestle ever since um, I'd watched like Trish Stratus on, on like Raw and the Attitude Era and stuff that like that. That was my girl, yeah. Yeah. And like, and Lita, of course. Yeah. Like, like way back in the Trish and Lita days. And this yeah. is like, and that was the only wrestling that I knew of course now I've like expanded and I know like the older stuff and you know other women wrestlers who have contributed just as much but like that was what I wanted to do and then just going to the show live and feeling like the crowd and you know and the excitement and how like how into it people got because I don't know like how the wrestling fans act where y'all are from but in like in Podunk Kentucky they get into oh, it oh, God. they love it they like wrestling is real and you can't tell them it ain't the first time I, I I saw a show oh it wasn't the first time I saw a show but someone asked me to tape a show it was up in oh my god Dalton Georgia uh -huh. And it was, I can't even say it without sounding Southern. I've, I've wrestled in Dalton, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> but like if I, if I was British, I'd be like, oh, I went up to Dalton, Georgia? Dalton. Dalton. Where they have just carpets. And oh my. that's what they're known for, their carpets. I'm not South. even fucking joking. Deep South. And uh, my friend Fantasy was working there and she was like, you know, you should film this. And people were just, I mean, she had to, I remember she had to leave separately from everybody else. So they wouldn't believe, like they wouldn't, they wouldn't break the... You know, uh -huh. The kayfabe or whatever, and yep. and it, I, she was just like, "Oh, wait for me in the car. But don't don't talk to me like I'm a good person, you know." And yeah, like, you don't like me. <laughs> Boo uh, me. But yeah, they were into it, like really hating and loving on yeah. people. So, and what about you, uh, Alexa? What what? Um, what got I you mean, into it? I I'm I'm a child of the '80s, so of course you know Hulk Hogan, Andre Giant, those were the faces of wrestling, mm -hmm. and I had. Um, a group of boys that live next door, you know, brothers, and you know, of course, they're into the wrestling. So I would get into it because that's what we would do. And then I wasn't really allowed to watch it on TV as a kid. My mom, like, I was very sheltered with TV. Like, there was very little bits that I could watch. So it wasn't until I was in high school that I could get into wrestling. And mm -hmm. that's during like the Trish and the Tory and the Lita's and. China, like I just remember, like oh my goodness, I want to be like China. I want to be like big and tall, and I want to like beat up all the boys, and I want to. That's what I want to do. <laughs> and I remember my first like real boyfriend. He was huge into wrestling, mm. and you know he had even talked about like going to wrestling school and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, I really want to do that. And he's like, well, girls. Girls aren't, you know, guys don't really want to be with girls in wrestling and all this stuff. I was like, and see you, bye. <laughs> I'll be single. I don't care. I mean, that obviously did not last. So <laughs> Wait, his theory was that men yeah. didn't like females Yeah, he was, uh, yeah. Meanwhile, he was like, like, I grew up going like, Trish, wow. I was like, um, I, I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> Like, have you seen these women? Have you not watched a bra and panties match? Have you have watched you not... Glow? <laughs> right, like. 
I grew up during exactly what you grew up with, which was like, I mean, Hulk Hogan and John Dory right. Dog and Roddy Roddy Piper and stuff like that. And, and I would I would grow up and watch like on the weekends they had like a six hour block of wrestling. Like I forgot it was I remember it was Channel sixty nine, uh, where I was in Miami, and every night Saturday night we my sister and my brother and I would sit and we would watch. It would start like at eight and would go on to like four just... in the morning. Each hour was <laughs> just... a different fed. Uh-huh. So everything from like the early WCW okay. to like the early like I mean the Georgia GWA right. and stuff like that. And it would be like Arn Anderson and like the the Four Horsemen and like yeah. Ric Flair and the original Sting when he was wow. like twenty years old, and like you're a kid, you're just like oh my god, this is so exciting. Awesome. And you, I mean, you, I legit cried when King Kong Bundy splashed uh, Hulk Hogan like three times in the ring. I was like, he's dead. You're hurting him. <laughs> and my poor mom Quit was just like, it's him. not real. And I'm like, it's real to me. Mom, how is it? Not- <laughs> That's totally real. Oh my goodness! So funny. That's so yeah. I that, speaking of like a big splash of King Kong Bundy, I used to uh, when when I first had gotten into wrestling, there was this little show called uh, USWF Wrestling in McKinney, Kentucky, and McKinney's like there's not even a McDonald's within thirty minutes. Oh yeah. All right, that's you are in oh. the middle of nowhere, and these people I don't know would how they do hack. It. I don't even know there was that many people in the area because there would be 350 people in this Damn. gym that didn't really have air conditioning, didn't really have heat, and they read every other weekend. And uh, at one point in time, there was a tag team called the Fat and the Furious. Yes, they picked, they picked <laughs> yes. their own names. That's... The smaller of the two is about 350 wow. pounds. Oh, oh fuck! Both of them are over six feet tall. The bigger one was oh. his name was Jack Black. I love Jack Black for many reasons, but this story <laughs> is one of them. So we've been working this angle in this huge feud, and it's my baby face team and my guys against sure. Jack Black and his bad guy team and we had a midget on our team because the joke was the midget was going to fight their manager Mickey O'Dell and at one point in time like they had extra bad guys come out of the back to help them and they beat all of us down and then they hold down the midget in the middle of the ring and Jack Black from the top, oh man! Like, oh my God! He, Jack Black is like six, like six foot five, five hundred pounds. I mean, he's five hundred pound man. Climbs up to the top turnbuckle and jumps down and splashes the midget. And it was oh, so funny because no. he was so big and you couldn't see nothing but legs. <laughs> you couldn't. But they had like. Uh, the, the promoter <laughs> I like how the visual it's hilarious and the promoter's in good with like you know he's a member of like that town forever and he knows like the ambulance drivers so he has like ambulances Every. run in and like cart the little midget out and, <laughs> and they have to like lose the fans because the fans are trying to follow to the hospital oh <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile the midget's sitting there like I'm okay oh it's so funny he's like he's like would they quit following us so I can go back to my car and go home <laughs> I got Drive. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I just I marked out when you told me he climbed the top rope. He, <laughs> he did a moonsault. I've oh, seen wow. him like he didn't do a moonsault onto the midget. He just splashed the midget, but I have seen Jack Black do a moonsault. Five hundred pounds. Oh. Five hundred pounds. I ain't kidding. I mean and it was literally pretty, it was literally no, it, a moon. It's literally like <laughs> no, literally. Uh, complete flip, yes. Like they reported Damn. weird activity in the ocean. The <laughs> I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it. There, but there I was an actual it. moon anomaly. <laughs> Lunar uh, drop. No uh, tsunami thou hit. Yeah. Um, it it kind of it always starts the same for a lot of pro wrestlers. And so it's like I just loved it when I was a kid, and then I saw it when I was 
when I was getting, well, you know, when I when I was like, you know, 16, 17 and I wanted to do it. Uh, but what, what were your first steps to get there? Like? Um, well, the first, uh, basically like four years that I was in wrestling, I was mainly, I was, I was a manager with, um, with my boyfriend who ended up being my husband, who ended up being my ex-husband mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the reasons that he wouldn't, he wouldn't let me train. I'd keep saying, you know, teach me something. Tra- like, I want to train. I want to wrestle. Like, and, and he didn't want me to. So he would basically, like, berate me or harass me. And I think one time I had, like, begged him enough. Please show me something. Please teach me. Like, just teach me. What could it hurt? If I suck, I just won't do it. So he was trying to show me how to lock up and, and, and take a wrist and then reverse the reverse the wrist lock. Mm-hmm. And... I, I turned the wrong way, and like I tried it twice and turned the wrong way, and he was like, he's like, you're so, uh, I'm not going to use the profanity that he used, you guys can fill it in, just think <laughs> I'm censored, and he's like, you're so freaking stupid, you're just a dumb female dog, this, that, and the other, you suck, you're never going to amount to anything, you're never going to go was anywhere. Was he in character when he said this? <laughs> no, he was, he was, he was, he was, all, he was a very, I was very young, because um, like when I got with him, I was like 19, oh, and very small town, and he, and he was 30. You know, so I was 19 and he was 30 and, um, and I was like this, this young, dumb, country, gullible girl who was just head over in heels in love with this man who is a manipulative narcissist, basically. So, um, he would harass me so bad that I wouldn't, I never tried to, to, to train again, but like I ran into, uh, you know, I'd see people like, uh, Tracy Smothers. On, um, you know, on the independence, and, uh, you know, I'd see him, like, not often, once or twice a year, and, uh, he would be like, hey, you look good, you have a great look, your, your, your presence out at ringside is, is incredible, you should train, you should, he was like, you should go out for diva search, which, uh, was, this is where the smother's name came, right? Yeah, the smother's name ends up coming, and he's like, you should go out for diva search, so I told, you know, I told my, uh, husband at the time, I was like, you know, Mr. Smothers says I should go to uh, do diva search and he was like you don't know how to wrestle and you're just gonna make yourself look stupid and, and they would never take you because you look don't look stupid and you don't know how to wrestle and like and he basically like browbeat me into where like can I, I say that I'm glad try. that he's your ex yeah <laughs> yeah we can um, all so so uh, so whenever we broke up he basically went to all the like the little companies that I wrestled for you know or I didn't wrestle for I I managed him on and was ba- and he basically told them, hey, if you use her, I'm not coming back and neither are my friends. And his friends were like from a, a group that I'm not going to name, but they were a, a pretty established group that, you know, smaller companies wanted to have these guys on their show. Um, there was only a few companies like USWF um, and like uh, NWA main event down in Tennessee, uh, Mitch Ryder in Indiana. Uh, I think that's all of them. Yeah, three of them that basically like told him, "All right, well then leave because you're a dude, you're a guy in wrestling business, and guys are dime a dozen, and she's an attractive female, and she uh. does good out at ringside." So you know he was mad, but like these people kept me, and um, eventually, like probably, I want to say six months after my divorce to him, I run into Mr. Smothers at the gym in my apartment complex. Wow. So imagine how like, and I'm and I don't go up to him at first because I'm like, is that, is that, is that Tracy Smothers? Because I've, I've I've seen him like once or twice a year over the past like four years. I, I still at this point haven't watched like WCW, ECW, older stuff. You know, I only saw Attitude Era and then 
you know, was currently watching yeah. WWE. Wow. I didn't know who he was. I was, you know, I, so I had to like, I think that's him. So he finishes his workout and I'm like, hey, aren't you Mr. Smothers? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're uh, the Indian's wife. And I'm like, no, no more. You know, and, and uh, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, don't be, you know, and I was like, you know, you told me that I should wrestle. I'd really, you know, I want to wrestle. I, I don't know where to learn or whatever, but I, I, I want to. And he was dating a woman by the name of Diane Von Hoffman, who was originally Moondog Fifi, who trained with Moolah. Okay. So... Um, he was like, and she lived in my apartment complex, so that's why he was, you know, was at my apartment up. complex. So he lined me up with her, basically, and uh, she started to teach me a little bit. And we'd go over there and have like dinners and stuff like that. Like it was, it was almost like I was instantly like family. It seems like you that. Know? I mean, I. It seems like it was meant to be. Yeah. So, but so it gets crazy. So, anyways, I end up. They break up. Uh, pops and. Um, Fifi, they break up, and um, and I ended up moving to Louisiana right around the exact same time period that they they broke up, and um, I had so much going on that I didn't know that they had broken up or why they had broken up, but I go down to um, uh, Louisiana, and me and her had had a falling out, um, so I go down to Louisiana, and uh, and I further, you know, I find some independent companies down there, and like a couple people who helped me, there was this guy named Frankie Thomas who trained with Cassidy Riley. So he would go train with Cassidy Riley at Cassidy's school or wherever he was training at. And then he would get, I would get with him a couple days a week in literally an eight foot ring in a, in a cornfield in West Monroe, Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Like this is where I learned how to do and give like headlock takeovers, hurricanas, like tilt a whirls, like in, in a little bitty eight foot ring that's all beat to crap and lumpy and stuff. And I'm, and I get ready to move back and I'm messaging Tracy on a, I go to message him on MySpace. This is how long ago that is. <laughs> I messaged him on MySpace, and uh, which took me forever to get into because Fifi had had my login, and um, and had changed it. I guess um, a lot, a whole lot of stuff happened that I don't want to go into. But she had messaged him posing as me, so I messaged him saying like, "Hey." This is Jesse Bell, and this is actually Jesse Bell. I've never messaged you on here before, just so you know. I didn't send you any of that. Wow. Like, the messages that were there. And I was like, I'm getting ready to move back to Kentucky. I really want to wrestle. You know, I, I'll do anything. I'll do anything if you will train me, if you can help me. Like, I'll do anything. And uh, and he had apparently been out of wrestling for, like, two years. Like, he hadn't even been, you know, doing anything in the business. He had retired. And he was like, you know, uh, yeah, I guess I could, like, book a loop or something like that. So, um, he booked a loop and it gets canceled. Like, the shows fall through or he had to work his shoot job and stuff like that. And he got, like, disheartened. But I'm still like, we're still going to do it. That's all right. We'll make the next show. Cause I just, I just want to wrestle. Excited. I just want to wrestle. That's it. I just want to wrestle. I'm ready. So, we actually, we end up making a loop through uh, West Virginia and stuff like that. And it's a, I mean, I meet him on a Wednesday and we're like, we've got a show Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, you know, and then a Sunday day show and then coming home, mm -hmm. like all these shows. So we hit up a couple of these shows and he's seeing people like Tommy Rich and Ricky Morton and Bobby Eaton, like all these older legends yeah. are on these shows and they see me just come out with him and you know, and they hear me talk and, and like watch me in the locker room and they're like, is that your real, that's your real daughter, ain't it? That is that one's, a, that's your real daughter. And, and Tracy, like he's like, and he just looks at me and he's like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And he's just, he's totally just kidding at first, just, but like throughout this road trip, he's like, "No, you don't understand. It, like yeah. these people have like these aren't strangers. Like I have known these people right. for 25, 30 years. Like d traveled the roads with them, worked angles with them. You know, worked in the same companies and feds for decades. Mm -hmm. They think you're my real kid, and we ain't even told them that. <laughs> We're gonna tell them that. And I'm like, Tracy, that's never gonna work. And he's like, Yeah, well. And I'm like, no, it won't. Like, I've been in wrestling for like, you know, four years, even though it's just in Kentucky, Indiana, yeah. Tennessee. I've been around enough people that are gonna be like, that ain't true. That ain't... And he was just like, look, we're gonna come up with a story on this trip. Yeah, this is wrestling. You're, you're gonna, gonna swear to it. I, that's what he said. He's like, you're gonna swear to it, and I'm gonna swear to it, and we're gonna tell everybody. I didn't know about telling everybody. He really meant telling everybody. He told his kids that <laughs> I was their real sister. Oh like my. this is this is how deep that this that this, wow. this storyline <laughs> got. That's the wow. That like it, it got deep. Like uh, Mickey Knuckles, I trained. Like she came in um, when she came back from leg injury and started training me. Like she was in the car with us on the road with us for five days a week. That's my daughter. Mm -hmm. Like, like I met Jerry Lawler as Tracy's mother's real legitimate daughter, like everybody. And he was like, look, these people believe it. If you start a fire, you pour gasoline on it. We're going to come up with a story. That's what he'd say. He'd be like, and everybody has to believe it. He's like, if anybody knows it's not true, it won't work. He said, everybody has to believe it. And I'm like, all right, well, I mean, I'll do, I'll do whatever you say because I want to wrestle. So I'm going to do whatever you say. So we come up with a story and I, at the time was actually, um, I cooked and cleaned for this, for this heart doctor in Louisville, Kentucky. And he worked at Norton hospital. So I'm, I pull up a, uh, I search on Google, like paternity tests. Right? And I find a paternity test. And I, like, take it into, oh, you're seeing where this is going. Wow. <laughs> I, like, I drag it into, like, my documents. And I, like, I, I use the exact same paternity test. I just changed the names into my names <laughs> and, and, and Pops's name. Right? And I save it on my little, like, uh, what were they, F files, the little flash yeah. drives or whatever. I save it on that and I give it to this doctor. And I'm like, hey, I was like... Um, if you can print this up for me, like this week's meals and cleaning is going to be free. <laughs> so he takes it to the hospital, <laughs> prints it off on his hospital letterhead and signs it. <laughs> so like, even if you're like, that ain't true. We have a paternity yeah, test on document. hospital letterhead signed by a doctor that if you look him up, he works at the hospital. There was no what are you gonna do? Like I could like I had practiced this story and and like pops had too. Like I could tell you this story, you you would not believe me. I could break down crying and be like, you don't understand what it's like to have your whole your family turn their back on you. It's great for the wrestling side. My mom won't talk to me, and I would just like break down and start crying. And people would be like, oh my god, Girl. I am so sorry. I never saw that part. But yeah, <laughs> and then and then it all started. That is very commendable. <laughs> Holy shit. That, that reminds me of the, uh, um, oh, God, was it when Lawler did the thing with, uh, with Andy, um, uh, ah, the, the, the guy from, uh, Man on the Moon. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Andy, I am Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Wow. All right. Oh, a total brain fart on that. I one. was sitting there. I could see. 
Yeah, like literally one of the best feuds of all time. Oh, yeah. And then you saw, I remember I, I was in the theater watching Man on the Moon, and it's Jim Carrey as Andy Cohen. Right. And then it cuts to like, yeah, I think it, whoever the, the guy was like, okay, you took this too far. And then it cuts over, and there's Andy Cohen sitting next to Jerry Law, and you realize yeah. the whole thing was a gimmick. It was a whole. It was a whole work. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and it's, and when I was a kid seeing yeah. that footage, I was like, Fuck this guy. I was so <laughs> pissed at him. Yeah. And then there's like people waiting from the city who are like, well, fuck the redneck guy. You know? <laughs> I like Screw it. all of you. He's, he's proven that men can defeat women and all this shit. Right. It, was, it was this really amazing story. And then you find out it was all, uh, that's was amazing. Just... But you committed to it. That's, that's Oh, we weird. were committed. Like we swore it to anybody and everybody. So, so uh, Alexa, what, what brought you? Uh... Mine is a little bit more on an unconventional side because <laughs> I always... more so than that <laughs> <laughs> well um like her I didn't really know that indies existed really I didn't know like I thought like you just went audition for WWE that if you were it. good enough you got in if not the road ended there I didn't really know much about indies and I did have a really good friend of mine he ended up getting into wrestling and I would beg like oh like let me manage let me valet like let me do something because I just wanted a foot in the door yeah, to yeah, somehow yeah. like figure it out and you know get involved and they never would and it was one of those that I just like gave up on kind of yeah um I was a ballet dancer so I was more focused on that and a back injury got me out of that um so I wasn't training for that anymore. I wasn't training to be in a company. I wasn't, you know, like my ballet career was just completely shot. So I was like, well, okay, now what can I do? Because I've always performed growing up. So I, I like kind of did more like theater and I um, actually became a screen queen. I was in a lot of horror movies. Nice. Yeah. See, I've, that appeals to me because I'm, yeah. I'm such a horror geek. So. You would probably, you might know some. I might have seen you get your head cut off a few times, yeah? Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... I was known pretty What was pretty your stage well. name for that? Or did you use your real name? I used my real name. Oh, you don't have to say it. Yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't have any like stage name or anything yet mm -hmm. at that point. Um, I was just going off my real one because I didn't really mind having it attached. Mm -hmm. Like I never really did anything that was like, hmm, I don't want people to, to search my name and then that's what's going to come yeah. up. Um, but I was cast in a horror movie that I will not say I at all because <laughs> they will never get any kind of free advertising from me. Oh no, it's a bad experience. It's a very bad experience. I will talk trash on this asshole for yeah, days. I won't so put his name out. I'll be I'll be a little less petty, but also because I don't want people to Research him. The, the, well, I also don't want them to research him because the movie of... will come up and then they'll probably watch it and I do not want... No, no, no. Totally. So You, uh... you just have to tell me afterwards. So. Oh, yeah. I will. No, <laughs> I totally podcast, will. No, we're going to see. Um, but long story short, I get cast in this. Um, it's a wrestling movie in the horror genre. I'm the only actor they brought in. Everybody's, you know, wrestlers and I'm like holy shit, this is great. I'm going to learn how to wrestle. Like, I'm thinking, like, a normal movie, like anything, you you, you get trained yeah, beforehand. To, uh, yeah, make you look uh, professional. Yeah. Right. And I don't want to go out there and look like an idiot, especially amongst people who have been doing this for so long. Like, here comes this dumbass thinking she can <laughs> wrestle. And, like, 
they never trained me. They, I like showed up on set and I kept asking like prior to like days coming that you're, you're, you have me booked for filming. Yeah. And I haven't set foot into a wrestling ring. I don't know anything. I mean, like everybody else I've watched wrestling don't mean I know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Like properly. Wait, you don't know how to do it just from watching? Oh. Did you hear that? You guys? <laughs> Apparently uh, muscle memory isn't really a thing. <laughs> but, well, not enough to not look like an asshole, but they, yeah, that's true. Yeah. you know, like, that's these are people I see that actually, federations, I just cringe. I'm yeah. Like, Don't kill yourself. I didn't want to look like that person. Yeah. And they, Shane Douglas was there and he's I the one him. that, I love him. And he's like, he was so kind and so patient and like, he's like, well, girl, let's get in the ring. You're going to learn. And I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> whatever you say, whatever you want me to do, like, I'm ready, like, teach me everything. And it was like, it, it was actually really fun. And it was with RWA and Derek was like, you're really good. And I'm like, are you just like trying to flatter me or am I really good? I don't know. Cause I'm out of my element. Like mm -hmm. I don't have any confidence in this, but whatever. And he's like, well, would you like to come back and do more shows? I'm like, oh, yes, yeah. I do. And that means you had the knack. Yeah. I was so excited. Um, so like, I just, you know, he kept bringing me back. They wanted me to stay that night, but unfortunately I had to go to work. I was only booked for a certain time. And mm. I was like, well, if I would have known, that this was going to go over because I had to leave at six o'clock. I had to work at 10. I was like, if I would have known, I, I could have like had my shift covered. I would have stayed. But um, he's like, no, 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 I'll get your information. Like you can come back next month and everything. And I like was just like the arm candy, yeah. you know, which I was like more than fine with because I'm like, this is just fun yeah, for yeah. me. Like it's just something to do. I mean, does that usually, I mean, usually a lot of people start as ballets, right? Yeah. As yeah. managers and ballets. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And it honestly wasn't even until like she came around that I really got any kind of like training of any sorts because like the schools in Pittsburgh, they're really bad. Okay. Um, or... It's an insane amount of money for somebody who's never really been anywhere, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's um, and yeah, it's there like was a weird catch twenty two. Yeah, like, if, like especially if you're like not well to do and you want to be a pro wrestler, right. it's like what do you do? You know, right? So many schools charge. What, what's what's the standard uh, rate? They're about oh. like two grand. Um, for I, a year? No, yeah. it's it's more than that. You know what? I got a I got a family friends and family discount training with uh, Brian Knox. You got like a group on? No, yeah. no, like, like literally, like I know that um, um, other kids were paying, like other students were paying more than me, and I got uh, four months of training from his school for fifteen hundred. Um, seminars can be anywhere from twenty dollars to forty yeah. and sixty dollars for like a three or four hour seminar. Um, OVW, it's fifteen hundred dollars for. Or it used to be. I don't know what it is now. It was fifteen hundred dollars for beginners, a thousand dollars for intermediate, and then another like twenty five hundred dollars for the advanced class. And you had like so that's uh but as soon as when your tuition was paid there, like you your tuition's free forever. Like you can always come Once to training and, and train for free, you know, yeah. train because you've paid for it. But I'd say probably three grand is gonna be your average, like yeah. what you pay for training if you just go to one school for yeah. like a year. Yeah. 
Oh a, a reputable school. Let me correct myself. A yeah. reputable school. There's tons of Joe Blows that are like, we run an indie show. Come train before our show with Joe Schmuck, who doesn't know anything but what Joe Schmo taught him, mm. and only right. he wrestles in this town. Don't do that. Yeah, that's... you don't want to. You don't want to go get that training because you get what you pay for, and you're going yeah. to get hurt. And that was like my whole problem because I had been in it long enough, and I had um, an opposing promotion reach out to me mm -hmm. to come to their school to train, and I was like, "Well, I'll go see what you have to say." I mean, that's not going to hurt to mm. hear like um, the man trashed our promotion left and right. Like he talked shit on like pretty much everybody in that locker room that I've shared with. And I'm like sitting there like, are you stupid? Like, Hey, do you think I'm not going to run my mouth? Cause you don't yeah. know me. Cause I will run my mouth. <laughs> but B like, why would I want to trust in your school? If you've talked bad about everybody, cause what are you saying about me as soon as I leave this room? And yeah, not very professional. Yeah, mm. and he basically like wanted to control me. Like I wouldn't be allowed to wrestle anywhere. And I'm like, well, what's the point of paying for this training if I'm not allowed to market myself and go make money mm -hmm. and wrestle? Like as long as I'm not conflicting with your booking, why did you really think that I wasn't going to take bookings with anybody? Yeah, you know. And he. Um, he had blown my phone up for like months after it, like, and I stopped answering. And he's like, well, if, if you're worried about not being able to still do RWA, like I can allow you to wrestle there too. And I'm like, allow me? Jeez. My mother doesn't allow me to do anything. And she's my mom. <laughs> like, good luck, pal. You no, 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 no. This isn't going to work. So, so I had, so th that brings up a really interesting topic and it actually goes back to what you said about, um, uh, the original guy who brought you to a show was like, oh, yeah, well, no one, was it, no one dates girls that are, or is that what you said? That was me about how. But then he's like, I'm not going to teach you? Or uh, your, yeah. your first guy? My guy, you know what, I think what his thing was is he yeah. knew that I, like, I had a knack, like you'd say, and I'd be a jealous. natural and I was athletic. So maybe he, like, he just didn't want me to overshadow, overshadow him, which, I mean, or be better definitely happened. Yeah. Like in in the end I made it a lot farther than he ever imagined to. Well, what's weird about pro wrestling is is out of all the different kinds of employment you can find out there, it's the one that can be overtly macho. Like it's it's one of the few yeah. one, few where you can literally be like, well this is definitely a male dominated it, yeah. uh, you know, profession. Mm -hmm. um, whereas corporations are now trying to like kind of, you know, shut it down, but like, oh, we're equal across the board. Right. But I've heard some fucked, I mean, I mean, we've talked about it before, uh, Jesse and I, you know, behind closed doors, but man, there's some, just the amount of, of abuse and stuff. And I want to bring this up because it really is, I think if it, it's way more of an important topic than if I just was like, Hey, tell me about your first injury. Right. You know? <laughs> no, like, I mean, have you guys encountered that, that kind of misogyny where it's like guys did, who just are dicks or, I did have one. or even venom from other women? Like what? what? Um, I had one instance with another guy mm -hmm. um not gonna mention names till oh, later you don't have to because names. i don't want to like be that person not but at all. Not, not at all he um the match that i was you know valeting for like he was on the opposite end and he like looked at me and he's like oh i should like drop kick you out there and i was like 
Okay, if you think so. (laughs) It's not going to end well. Like, I'm in my head. I'm, like, looking at him like, you can try. It's not going to happen. He's like, I just can't stand women in wrestling. I He was like... What? Yeah, he's like, I hate that there's females in wrestling. Like, I can't stand women wrestlers. He's now currently dating a fucking female wrestler, which I think is hilarious. But he, like, went on this long tangent, and I'm just looking at him like... What was he so threatened by? I, I looked at him and was like, are, are you that worried that you suck that bad that little old me's going to outshine you? It's like all that came out of my mouth because I'm not like a nice person in this situation. I'm like, I'm, are you worried that I'm going to look better than you? That you want to like physically harm me? Because mm-hmm. like if that's the case, like we'll go for blows. Like let's go outside. I'm not scared of you at all. Mm-hmm. Like you, you pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there. I, I don't get it at all. Obviously, I don't. I don't understand. It. No. Yeah, there, it's it's a, a sport where. Uh, when we do, like the stuff that we do, for example, the, the, the custom right. shoots and stuff like that, I've had people, uh, pro wrestlers, approach me online and an email, like just trashing me, going like, "Oh well, you know, what you do is a is a disgrace to the sport," and blah blah blah. And how dare you show you know show women's midriffs and shit? I'm like, you're wearing speedos. You wear a speedo. <laughs> you're wearing like a thong, basically. You're legit wearing <laughs> posing trunks. While you're mashing your body against some other dude's posing trunks. Rubbed up in lotion. Yeah, rubbed up in lotion. And with conditioner in your hair. In front like. of 12-year-old kids, and you're, you're, you're concerned because a girl shows her abs. You know, it's like... Because she wouldn't if she was at a beach, like... Oh, we've had... Or the pool, Je- you or like... Jess and I have had this conversation so many times. By the way, if you hear that sound in the background, we are not keeping women prisoner. That's my dog's. They're, they're no females were harmed in making this podcast. I've got so many friends of mine who are mad because I use the word females. I was told that's not a good word to use. Oh, Jeez. Oh, no. Say like women. Because uh, no. when you say females, it sounds like you're talking about like medical subjects. It's like, oh. this female No welcome. ladies were harmed. I can't use the word midget because I had a friend who was like, they're called little people. I was like, oh. Okay. Like, you know, I've literally I've wrestled on so many midget wrestling shows, <laughs> and I have midget friends, and they literally have told me, and and I might not be friends with every midget. So if there is a if there is a small person out there that every is every person who hates that word is like if there's a small oh. person out there that is offended, I know at least twenty midgets. Who are totally cool, think nothing of the word, and they've all like ridden me like a horse in a wrestling ring at some point in time. <laughs> no, fine. I'm not kidding. You can. Well, it's it's it. the whole like I'm going to be upset <laughs> on someone else's behalf. Yeah, I'm right. going to be upset to be even upset. though we even though I haven't spoken to them about this. Yeah, like, I get that. I a don't lot. know any small people, but I know they don't want to be called. Natives. I know they want to be. <laughs> I would just assume they just like to be called by their first name. Yeah. Like, guys, guys, this is Richard. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, guys, you want to meet my midget? Like, <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. That, See, would, that, be bad. Would, be bad. that would be bad. That would be bad. Uh, That's but, not nice. But going but, back to to that, like, there's there's this weird, I'm sorry, this male dom kind of thing going on in the sport. Uh, I, I've, I've worked with pro women who have suddenly told me they can't work for me because someone's upset, you know, like, uh, or their, their promoter's upset or their manager's upset. We had one, um, one worker, I, I mean, I can't really name her name because I don't want to do that to her, but she, she was like, yeah, I worked with this federation and they dropped me the moment they found out that, that I was working for you, you know, and they also yes. dropped her because she took, she went to the beach and took pictures in a bikini. 
that her boyfriend took or something like that and posted wow. it online. And her That's a little the much. promoter was like sent this blanket email to everybody going like if anybody like this so and so does this I'm gonna drop you and and this is a family oh, oriented blah 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 and I'm like you're promoting violence dude yeah that's <laughs> that's a bit extreme like, that's funny <laughs> but I mean it's not that funny. no but I mean like that's that's the thing that you get like there's there's a lot yeah. of hypocrisy it seems and there uh, is and when someone said like and it is that jealousy and like I don't mean to, to ramble but yeah there's that jealousy factor where this guy there was uh, remember there's this huge dude too I didn't want to piss him off too bad. He was a guy who was just like a pro wrestler and he was just kept going on my message boards going like, yeah, what you do is a disgrace. I'm like, why? Tell me. I'm like, but explain why? me why. Like, let's have a conversation. Well, you're making these women, you know, dress in bikinis or dress in, in one pieces. And I'm like, what's wrong with that? Like, look at what you're wearing. I don't, go back to, go, if you, you can't say anything about one pieces because if you go back mm -hmm. in women's wrestling... Lula was wearing a one piece. Yeah. yeah. Sherry Martell was wearing a one piece. Yeah. Wendy right. Richter was wearing a one piece. All of these very well respected mm -hmm. women wrestling decades they ago were, well one piece. were wearing it's one piece. It's not pieces. even about that because I mean a lot of women now wear like the leggings and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But they'll, right. like, they'll slice them up so you can still oh, see yeah. their ass and stuff. Like it's 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 because it's this weird thing where uh, with the customs, for example, like. Uh, a wrestler who knows where to go for customs can make a really good payout, you know, going there and doing a couple of hours worth of work. Right. Uh, and a lot of men aren't hired for that. So I don't know if there's like a jealousy thing. Like, well, why did, why does she get to make like, you know, a grand for Wrestling a weekend? Wrestling is just such an ego driven, like everybody has these huge egos and it just like, mm -hmm. I feel like they can't, some guys, it, it's just like they can't handle that a girl is like, Doing making thing, better yeah. and doing better and yeah having and I get that if you are a beautiful woman who is really shining out there it's and you know there's six guys waiting to get into the door they're probably gonna go like well we've got 800 guys like you like you said right we don't have we don't have attractive girls who know how to wrestle we don't have Alexa yeah. we don't have you know we don't have your your, your Trish Stratuses you know right yeah. So I get that, but like, it's no reason to to look a woman in the face and say like, I fucking hate women being yeah. in this business. I yeah. want I want to physically harm you for real because you are women in wrestling, and I'm like, and a lot of guys like they don't even take into consideration where like, um, if a show does bad and the promoter like poorly promoted and didn't have like sponsors or anything for the show, the first people that usually get screwed on their pay. Is the women? Oh, really? Like first people whose aren't their hotels aren't going to come through, you know, and stuff like that. Money. You you actually like helped me out with that. I was wrestling here in Georgia. I uh, I'd cut this guy. I I'd cut my rate more than in half. Like literally, I was like, <laughs> I he was getting a very good deal for me to drive very far because it was a cancer benefit show. Like mm -hmm. I basically told him I'm going to come for my gas money and a hotel room to sleep in. Sure. That's all I asked him for. And he's like, yeah, fine. And the show's like a flop. He had he had sponsors, but he didn't he didn't advertise or anything like that. That's not my fault. I still drove like seven, eight hours so to get to your happen? show. No, the show happened. Oh, okay. It just wasn't. I drove no, the show still happened. There was just only like forty people there. Gotcha. So I mean you do the math, like forty the people at like ten, twelve dollars, you know. A person, and you've got multiple wrestlers who, like, I just asked him for a hotel room and gas. So at the time of this show, that was, I mean, he probably could, he could have got a cheap room and, and covered the gas for $100. Yeah. Right? 
Like, he didn't cover my hotel room. He shorted me on my gas money, you know? And I'm like, I have another town to make the next day. Like, I'm short on cash because when you're wrestling and you're, like, you're, you're living on the road, like, and you're first getting started, especially, like, you don't make a lot of money. You're doing everything you can to make it to these shows. That's why we're so selling pictures. Can, That's why we're doing stuff so we can have course. more income so we can get something to eat, you know, right. and stuff like that. So, like, he didn't pay for my hotel and, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I have a show that's just a few hours down the road. I'm not going to drive eight hours back to Kentucky. Like, am I going to sleep in my car? Like, right. what am I going to do? What are you going to do? Like, girls are the first ones to get screwed because as a promoter, do you want to piss off a... 150 pound girl who's you know like five foot ten like me or do you want to like piss off 250 pounds six foot tall Samoa Joe or you know like <laughs> yeah Samo I was about to say Samoans too. Samo yeah like are you who are you gonna screw over first the girl and then like and then you're like littler guys and stuff it's like that you know what's so fucking weird is this is the closest and I've said this to friends at parties I'm just like because like oh why, why are you so big into pro wrestling and I was like, because I don't really follow the new feds. I haven't watched a show on TV. Me in neither. Fucking eight. I haven't no, watched I ain't watched it. I haven't last watched year's it. WrestleMania is the last wrestling I watched, I watched on TV. This WrestleMania just because of the whole COVID, like oh, to how see they were. How they yeah, it, just yeah. to see. And I, I mean, there were some entertaining matches. It wasn't, but it's just weird. I um, I the last time I watched a pro match. Oh God, it's such a weird memory. I was in Cancun. I took my wife. Uh, we were like doing a, a wedding anniversary thing in Cancun. I'm at the bar and we were drinking all day. And Jackie was like out at the, or sorry, Jacqueline was at the, at the <laughs> she hates it when I call her Jackie. Uh, so Jacqueline was at the, uh, at the pool and she's like, go get us some drinks. And I'm sitting there and I'm waiting and I'm already tipsy. And I turn over and the big TV screen is there and they're showing like a Japanese oh. match. And I'm just like, fuck, this is good. This is great. But, but I don't watch it anymore. But, uh, but the point I was making was, did I lose my point? Damn it! <laughs> no! Let's move on. Come um, back, thought. But uh, we were talking about... So in terms of, um, you, Alexa, your own personal experience, uh, have you ever been stiffed like that? Like, No. Luckily, I haven't. I've had... Um, I mean, there's been a couple times where at the show, like, they're handing out the envelopes, and I'm like, where's mine? Yeah. But, like, it was given to me. Like, it, it was an oversight but there was only one show I did that I didn't get paid but it was a memorial like none of us were getting paid like we weren't doing it it was, like a, it was, a, it was a benefit yeah. so it was that was a whole different story I didn't if yeah. I would have been paid I would have donated it sure anyway so it was oh well, I do remember so someone asked me at a party why is it that you were so into pro wrestling and still like I mean the fact that I don't watch it doesn't mean that I am not um, not a fan fascinated by what you do right but I feel like it's the closest thing to like being a punk rock artist in the 70s mm -hmm. like no think about it like if you if you think about what because I used to follow punk rock big time I used to read books and like listen to oh, yeah. you know I, I would listen to, to, to records where people just would tell stories about what it was like being a punk rocker Black Flag and like Dead Kennedys and all those bands and the Misfits but those guys would go from city to city like, I'm going to get this gig, I'm going to get this gig, and then what would happen? They'd go, they'd play the show, and then they'd get fucked by the promoter. Yeah. And it was always the same thing. It's like, I just Not put on a show, I just played with all these other people, we did a six-band night. How are we getting to the next show? And then they go to the guy's office, knock, 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 and the guy's like, ah, oh, sorry, man, we didn't meet the, the quota, so, uh, you're yeah, you're just going to... And these guys are, like, literally walking into, this is our money. into an IHOP and going, like, can I just, can I just have... 
a little bit of your fries, please. I, I don't know you, you know, like, just to get like food. I'm just hungry and we weren't paid. Their fans are hooking them up at their house. Like here, just sleep on the floor. Yeah, you know, yeah. they don't have hotels. Yeah, yeah, that's the cool thing. Like wrestling fans are like that too. Like I've they had them, like them offer to stay there. You know, I'm just like. You can't just stay at some stranger's house. You know, right. it's not their name. Appreciate it. Yeah, if you can't afford a hotel. Yeah, if you yeah, can't afford a hotel, sure. I would have slept in the car. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was slept I guess in the car. Bands, so the bands, like, had a van with all the equipment. Right. So they couldn't mm-hmm. sleep in the van. Yeah. It wasn't so that was the option, yeah. but... But you could park at a Walmart and sleep on yeah. the Yeah. Yeah, it's... I can't... I literally can't tell you how many times... It's not... There's been quite a few times I've driven eight, ten, and twelve hours and done a show and not get and not gotten paid. Like it's it's happened it's happened a few times, or I've had to deal with like being harassed by like the promoter and or something like that. Like I've punched multiple wrestlers as well as promoters in the locker room for like they just think it's okay to go up and like grope you. So that was the other question that's strange. You actually called my question uh, in terms of. You know, once again, no names, but obviously male-dominated sports, sexual harassment. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Heavily. Um, and especially because a lot of times you are you don't get your own locker room or there isn't like, this There's is for the like girls closet. and this like, is for the, shift. like, you don't always have like somewhere to change. So, yeah. like, I, I've had shows where like, I'm like, well, I'm just going to like sneak out to my car because like. There was nowhere for me to go and properly, like, get undressed. Yeah, we use, undressed. like, you'll use towels and stuff, but it's difficult because, like, you guys don't know what it's like to try to pull try. on pantyhose in 90 degrees in a building that doesn't have air, air conditioning condition. underneath a towel with people, with, with a bunch of guys standing around. Like, and you know at some know point that towel is going <laughs> to slip somewhere and you're like, wow. Well, yeah, you're trying to hold the towel and, like, fight pantyhose. Pantyhose and... It's, My God. Yeah. And I, I mean, there's some shows where I'll try to come, like, as dressed as I can. <laughs> like, try to prep with the pantyhose Just to try to prep and have, like, in the winter months, it's easier because I can layer clothing over it and it's fine. But in the summer, like, can't wear a hoodie and some sweats over your, your gear. And believe it or not, I was actually really lucky because Pops, Tracy Smothers, told everybody that I was really his kid. And he had so were, much, like, people either respected oh, so they went everything that yeah. they did, everything that he did, or, like, they were afraid of him. So, like, anybody who knew anything about wrestling was like, dude, that's Tracy Smothers' daughter. Don't mess with her. It's like the military almost. Yeah. So, yeah. like... You were the sergeant's daughter. <laughs> but, I mean, so, yeah. like, I, I actually was lucky in that, in that effect that, like, a lot of people didn't mess with me, but some people just didn't care. You know, so... Oh, it turns out there's assholes in this world. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a few. Most of them wear tights. Mainly. (laughs) Mainly in the wrestling. (laughs) Uh, So, um, I want to keep talking, but I know you guys have to get on the road. Uh, But I do want to ask a couple of questions. Uh, One of the things our fans ask us a lot is, like, tell us about your favorite match you've ever had. Uh, And also, um, there was a second part of the question. Uh, I'll, I'll think of it in a second. But favorite match you've ever had? Like, just the best time you ever had working in the ring? Oh, my God. That's so hard. Cause I know. It's like picking your been a, There's yeah. been a few. But you know what? One that is always going to stand out to me, I think, because there's, <laughs> there's two that are, like, but, <sighs> the first time I ever got to wrestle Mickey James, this is back in t- 2010 or 2011, it's right, it's right in that area, but uh, I got a call to come up. You know, this guy 
calls me and he's like, hey, I've been following you on Facebook, this, that, and the other. Love your dad. I'm a huge fan. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, would you be willing to come wrestle in Pennsylvania? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. I was like, but I'm moving to Florida. And then uh, he was like, well, that's fine. Uh, you know, I'll fly you in there. And I'm like, oh, God, because I don't do airplanes. You know, <laughs> like I hadn't at this point in time, I ain't been on an airplane, but one time. And that's when I was like uh, 12 years old. Mm -hmm. So uh, and I would have said no, but he was like, I'd really like you to come and wrestle Mickey James for our women's championship. So I'm like, what? You want me to come and wrestle Mickey James? I'll do it for free. Just get me there. Like, <laughs> get me there. I, I, I was a big fan of Mickey. You know, I watched her whole like Trish infatuation uh, uh, storyline, and I like I, That's she was one of the last storylines I ever watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, uh, and I just thought that she was like this great wrestler and stuff like that. So I was like, I yeah. used to I follow her when she was doing indies. I think she was like Alexis, Alexa, Larie, Larie, yeah, Larie something. Um, I remember I saw an early match, and I was like, this girl's got it, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, and then the, this is before they, they put her through the physical transformation they did, too. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't even recognize her as Nikki James. And yeah. Like, that used to be Alexis Lorraine. I'm like, huh? Well, what? The, girl, the girl was like athletic and had no boobs. She like, yeah, they put her through the... She yeah. got him. They put her through the machine. So anyways, like this... this Sorry, that's another aspect. Of, <laughs> I mentioned that because it's, it's an aspect of WWE that's always bothered me is that they were like, yo, well, we're going to pay for your new boobs. We got a girly for like, you. Yeah. The girls are like, wait, no, I look really good just look, like this. And it's like, nope. 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 <laughs> you need bigger <laughs> They bring in the, like, the pit crew. They bring it in. <laughs> Bring it in. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. So, Mickey James. Um, but yeah, and love I love you, up, Mickey. You're awesome. Yeah, no, she really is. She really is. She's so awesome. Um, but so I get up there and I'm like, this. I ain't been wrestling in the ring in the ring long. You know, she thinks I'm Tracy's daughter. Uh, you know, like, so and, and so does and so does everybody wow. else that's that's at that's at this show. And um, so, but she, but this, she's like so nice to me. She's like. I love your dad and this and she's like the sweetest nicest girl ever so we put this match together and she's like well what do you like to do and here's what I like to do and then I'm you know and so we <laughs> the match ended up, uh, it sounds like it's gonna be so much fun and um, we're out uh, during um, intermission doing um, pictures like she's out at the gimmick sales I think I was back in production because obviously I mean I'm the bad guy mm -hmm. going against Mickey James um, and then we go back to the locker room because we've got uh, intermissions getting ready to be over and then it's going to be our match somebody had gotten into our locker room because we actually did have a girls like locker room this is at a uh, uh, oh geez what's it called a uh, <laughs> I can't think <laughs> ah brain fart you know um, a reserve you know the reserved armies. <laughs> the Army Reserve, they've got like their little building. Coast Guard? I mean, no, no Coast Guard. Sorry, no. National Guard? Wait. National Guard, yeah. So it's that, like, Coast is that like a National like, Guard building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one forward. of those, but a huge one. Because there was like 900 people at this show. Wow. But, um, yeah. So uh, some somebody had gotten in there and like they'd stolen Mickey's purse. Like, and she flew in from Virginia. So, like, she can't get on an airplane yeah. and go right. home. They stole her purse. They stole my camera. They stole her jewelry. You know, a whole bunch of stuff. And, Wonderful. And uh, so, like, we go and tell people. And, like, and of course, the Army people are there. And they've got some cops there and stuff. They lock the doors. Like, they make the people who are outside smoking come in. They We lock everybody in oh, this wow. building. And we're like, you, you know, ain't nobody leaving until we find... Mickey's purse, you know, and, and the stuff that's missing. So the show gets held up for like an hour, right? But they do find it. I think she gets everything but her jewelry back. Who had it? 
uh, some one of the girls was dating that was dating one of the soldiers in the National Guard. She had seen us going in and out of this side door, and even though it said no fans or whatever, she went back there when you know she saw Mickey was at the table, and I and I had like walked back and wow. went through the production <laughs> thing. Yeah. So anyway, so the so show she got gets, busted. Yeah, she got busted. She got busted. Mickey got her stuff back. It was good. Um, but anyways, so like I'm sitting here like freaking out because like I had this match. But now, like, I, I don't remember, like, what did she tell me to do? Oh, my God. You know, and um, and we're getting ready to go through. She's like, it's going to be fine. And the match was, like, minus one little, there was one little spot that looked like, if you watch it, you're like, oh, God, she's going to kill her. Because we called for, you know, I give a, I'm, I was going to give a snap suplex. And then um, at some point in time, I was going to do another one. And she was going to block it. And we was going to do, like, this rolling, um what's it called rolling small package so like consistently rolling around the ring it's just fun like yeah yeah you know? so it's a good spot so uh, so i go for the suplex and i guess she had said uh she had called the small package but i like i didn't hear her so and i just like i just thought she was tired and i had to like muscle her over on the suplex <laughs> so like some people <laughs> thought it looked really scary it was safe you know because like we we go down and i'm like are you okay she's like yeah i'm good let's go we're gonna go into the you know into the rolling small package i'm like cool you know but some people that watched it they were like oh you almost killed her and i'm like she was fine <laughs> you know i mean but you have to understand like i was still like i hadn't been training for very long yet. I hadn't started at Brian Nobbs's school. My training consisted of what Fifi had shown me and then showing up at different independent shows like I told you guys not to do. See? Because I did it. I know that it's bad. <laughs> but I would just, I would show up, I'd set up the ring and I'd be like, can somebody teach me something? What do you want to learn? I don't care anything. So like this is the training primarily that I've had and then being on the, you know, being on the road with Pops and, you know, like I'm on my own actually on my own, not being supervised, not having Pops at ringside with mm -hmm. me at this point for this for this match. And she loved it. Like, Mickey was so nice to me, and she uh, she gave me a lot of compliments. And then she, uh, she asked me what happened with the suplex, and I was like, I just didn't hear you call small package. I thought you wanted the suplex. And, I mean, you know how your head's hooked in the suplex when yeah. she's down here, and I'm up here, so and 800 people screaming. You know, it's not always easy to communicate. And she was... But anyways, but it's still, it's still one of my favorite matches just because, like, the crowd was so into it. And, like, those people erupted and were so... Because they literally, at the very end, they thought, you know, they thought they knew exactly what's going to happen. And they're preemptively, like, celebrating and then swish and we took it away and you just mm -hmm. hear it. I, I think what I love most about wrestling is the people that people get so emotionally so invested. And it's like a it. roller coaster. It's so, so weird because, like, there's, there's people who are wrestling nerds. Yeah, Ooh, they'll sit in the crowd and they will just be like, just watch. They're ruining it. They're like they're yeah. not even enjoying it. They're, they're like, not enjoying it. They're, they're, they're being, like they're being snobs. They're, they are yeah. being snobs. They're acting like they're critics. And Enjoy like, it. I have it's a friend fun. who posts on Facebook. I have many people who post on Facebook where they I, they watch the shows. Oh, I just watched. Um, Fucking, I don't even know what the federations are these days. What is like Ring of Honor and like TNA and like Spike TV and and they'll be like, oh, I just watched the show. Yeah, you know. That one match was good, but everything else, meh. And yeah. I'm just like, you weigh 200 pounds and you are covered in Cheeto dust. And you're, you're talking about saying. people who were literally breaking their ass. Oh, they ruined it. Like, I didn't even, honest to God, I didn't even know, like, what dirt sheets were and stuff. <laughs> and all this stuff. And you know what? Even if I had, as a wrestling fan, I don't want to read it. I don't want to know this. Yeah. I don't want to know how the magician does his tricks. No. I like watching the I trick. Like 
You know what I mean? I, well, and, people see my videos the same way. Like, and I'm not trying to put my videos up there with the best matches ever, but like the stuff that people see, people who like what we do, they love it. Right. They're just like they're just entertaining. Like, they're well, they're like the way that you edit, the way that the right. girls perform, and the way that the light hits them. Sometimes it, it, it they like that it's aesthetic. The whole experience of it and whenever i try to go online and, be, and I, i'll do like a live stream but like, here's how i do it they're like nope not watching it yeah they don't want to know they just sort of like i just want to whole... watch you don't want to yeah. watch a movie by steven spielberg and he's like all right so here's the part where i just here's... use cgi and that's and not really right. harrison ford right it's you're like, like right. no let me just enjoy it like, sure. right what kid wants like i don't know maybe some kids do but i wouldn't want to like be excited for christmas morning I wouldn't be excited for Christmas morning if I knew, knew everything that was there. Right. You know what I mean? You don't want to watch a magic show and someone's like, well, that's a wire, but you can't see like, it. But you, you can't see, see that wire. Dick. There's actually a trap door right there. Dick. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and even when I know the tricks, because I've, I've been around right. you guys, I've been around, I do what I do. I know what it takes to take a good bump and make it sell and make it, but also safe. But I'll watch shows and I'll be like, Oh shit! Like, look yeah. at that. You know, like it'll just it'll blow you away. And that's one of the things that that's so great about pro wrestling, to me. And I'm gonna get to your your best match because I want to hear that too. But <laughs> I had a, this weird epiphany a couple of months ago. Where it's like pro wrestling is one of the few uh, things that you can watch on TV where the storylines are just good versus evil. Right. Yes, it's always that good doesn't versus happen evil. anymore. It doesn't watch, happen anymore. When you watch TV shows, dramas. You know, even the bad guys. Like, if you watch yeah. Breaking Bad, like, the bad guys, you still feel for them. Like, yeah, you're, you're sympathy still rooting for them. for them. You're still reading. Yeah, there's, there's anti-heroes. There's all that there's... stuff. Where pro wrestling is good versus bad. And even then, that's a little muddled. Because, like, back in the 80s, I used to watch where I was like, the bad guys dressed in black versus... Th there's two dudes uh, dressed in bright colors. And right. They're, they're high-fiving. You, yeah. you know, they're totally being the baby faces. And I watched... I watch wrestling now. No one wants to be a babyface. Like I've never seen Everybody anybody come out. No, 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 no. No one wants to be a real heel. Everybody wants to be the cool bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone wants to be the charismatic be bad, the guy. Real yeah. bad guy. Yeah, everyone wants to be the Rock when they he don't want to be hated. Yeah. I want people to. I want literally every person, old or young, to hate my guts in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. I remember seeing Randy Orton for the first time, and I was like, "Oh, this guy would be a great babyface." And then suddenly he turned heel, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." It was just like everyone wants to be the badass. Everyone wants to be the outlaw. And yeah. no one comes out like the rockers anymore. Like, with no. fucking the shit you put on your bike Bandanas. hanging off there. Yes. <laughs> I, I love, I love Ricky Martin. Oh my, anyway, going back. So your, like your, your favorite, the rockers. your favorite time in the ring. <laughs> and I've been using this time trying to think. I'm like, it was me. It was me. Our, well, hey, our match was really good. We had a really good, like, storyline going. And Aww. it was just so funny to me because, like, like, Obviously, like we're friends, but mm -hmm. like at that point, like we hated each other, like in the whole thing. Like, we had this oh, huge storyline yeah, yeah. story wise. Like, we and it would be funny because like we would text each other, like, Hey, I'm gonna put this on Facebook. Oh, okay, I should like answer this way, or like, <laughs> I mean, we totally like, yeah, Twitter has become a huge thing. It's right? so funny. Yeah. And like, I even came to visit you like during, <laughs> like, like during this whole thing, and, and I, um, it's like fans of yours listening right now, like, no! 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 No, don't worry. We really hate each other. <laughs> yeah, there's a cage. No, wait a minute. We were friends last time I was there. Yeah, we were. We made up. See? We made up. See? I'm not trying to, to lie and say that her man tried to accost me. <laughs> I was like, 
that's so not believable. We have to use it. No, we ran like a year long, a year long storyline up in Pennsylvania. It was tons. It was so much fun. But there was one match I was involved with, and it was like the crowd favorite Mm -hmm. of RWA. Like he was the you know all girls slammed over him kind of you know like he was like the top baby face yeah the he was top the, the like sean um he uh, was, michaels yeah he he was the one that you know all the girls went crazy for and we had this huge crazy ass storyline and i um zip tied his dad to the to the <laughs> yeah <laughs> i had his dad zip tied um it sounds like a completely to the, different kind to of the, the, yeah i zip tied the dad to the pose the wrestler um I zip tie him as well, and the one wrestler like pal drives his mom. Like, yeah, it was huge. Like, and of course the crowd. Meanwhile, like, I'm, I'm the bad guy. You're the bad guy. Little <laughs> <laughs> girls in bikinis. Mom, you ready for that driver? Mom, mom, <laughs> you're you're gonna get hit. Um, <laughs> and of course, it was the main event show. So this is like super raw. After like everybody's just like. There's girls literally crying, like in tears, like they didn't want to leave until they knew Ryan's mom was okay. Wow. Like real bad, which meant I had to stay back in the locker room for a really long time because everybody was trying to threaten me because of me zip tying the family is why. I mean, you zip tie one family, everyone gets upset. <laughs> everybody yeah. gets upset and then they try to No get forgiveness you in this country. None. Yeah. Like, yeah. like they what were. Is, what would Jesus do? We hung a preacher on no BW. <laughs> <laughs> Only in wrestling can you do this. That's the other thing about wrestling. It's like, there's no, you're not going to watch a soap opera where like, you know, like I remember I watched, when I stopped watching wrestling was when the guy showed up it was like in a, the Taliban mask. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to yeah. blow up the entire yeah. auditorium. And I'm like, you guys are really going this way? We far? really went deep. We, man, we're pushing Ooh, all them. Like, I've seen a lot of Days of Our Lives. There has not been a oh, single Taliban. Oh, I love yet. Days of Our Lives. I never saw ISIS There's walk around. Never oh, Taliban there. Yeah. <laughs> they just have the evil Stefano. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I haven't watched any of that. But yeah, if, if there was an ISIS guy in Days of Our Lives, I might start watching it. Like, yeah. But yeah, that's one of the it's, things. But yeah, so so oh, I'm glad you guys. Uh, so wait, the zip tie match that had nothing to do with you. No, no, okay. no, no. Because I was Our like, when does Jesse come in? <laughs> like you just sweep. She it did in. have me pile drive by a couple of guys though to like save her from like losing her belt. Ah yes, <laughs> I did. Angel face. I did. Do oh my, my bidding, boys. <laughs> I'll stand back here and keep the belt from her. Oh my goodness. Well. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think we could talk for a, a, a much longer time, but I know you guys you do need to get on the road. Um, we do have to get we on the are road. road warriors. But, uh, but yeah, so are there any, uh, obviously we are in quarantine, so the, uh, I'm assuming not a lot of shows coming up? Nope. My Nothing. schedule's clear. All right. So if you guys want to, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so weird. Like I, I got a friend who called me the other day. He's like, hey man, uh, I want to come hang out with you, uh, but I'm assuming you're shooting. I'm like, nope. No. <laughs> like, aren't you working bartending? He's like, nope. 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 Uh, anything you want to promote? I guess not, really. I mean... Um, watch yeah. Women of Wrestling. Okay. And where's wow. that? Where's that? Uh, um, we film out of Los Angeles, California. We're, uh, we were literally getting ready to debut with a new cable network, and then Corona happened. <clears throat> That's yeah. not Corona. <laughs> 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 no, uh, but yeah, watch uh, www.wow. Dot com and mm-hmm. it's actually spelled W O W E so www dot 
W-O-W-E dot com. You can watch old interviews, old matches. You can, like, go ahead and, like, catch up on the characters and stuff like that and feed into the storylines. Because if you like old school wrestling... And I, and and when I say old school, I'm I'm talking about like Roddy Roddy Piper and Jake the Snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. I, you know, <laughs> old school wrestling, Four Horsemen, Hulk Hogan. You will love Wow because it's women's wrestling, but it's like it's old school wrestling. It's all the girls. They have characters. There's storylines, and it's not just like the top of the the top. You know, main belts has a storyline and the tag belts has a storyline. It's like every person on the show has a storyline. There's a reason that they're fighting or involved with somebody and that that's happening. And you're just going to love it. Like, we have insanely talented um, women on this show and you will definitely love it. If If you're a wrestling fan, you can't not. Yeah. I've even watched it and it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's, 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 I'm like, man. It's definitely a good show. Tessa Blanchard, uh, she's on the show. Women's, uh, she was the women's champion. Jessica Havoc's on the show. Barbie Hayden's on the show. I'm just listening. I'm just listing girls that, like, uh, as wrestling fans, like, you're going to you're gonna uh, recognize immediately. Uh, Ruby Rays is on the show. She's a California girl. Amber O'Neill is on the show. Santana Garrett was uh, was their champion. So, like, these are all these are all girls who are either in WWE, in NXT, been on top of uh, TNA, been on top of the independents. So, I mean, they're not names to shake a stick at. You know what I mean? Like, these are girls who have, like, busted their bust to be on top of the industry, and you fans are really going to like the product. All right. Well, who's the uh, promoter on that? Um, David McClain. That's what I thought. The original creator of GLOW. Way back, you know, way back when, yeah, and, so, yeah, yeah. and he's still the original, cre- he's the man behind WOW, it's sponsored by Jeannie Buss, who's all about women empowerment, she's amazing, so I mean, this is an awesome show, and there it's family friendly, 100%. A long time ago, I don't think it was WOW, it was a different one, there was a, a wrestler who was like, oh, I can't work for you right now, because uh, Dave McLean says he doesn't want me to work for you, or anybody else is doing customs, and I, I, did, I couldn't even get mad. Because I was like, I was like, the guy who designed Glow hates me? Yes! I was like, yeah! This is the best day of my life! No, I wasn't even angry. I was just, I was no. actually pretty, pretty cool about it. But no, I, I, I kind of, I, I might even, I might have to sit down and watch some of that because like I just... Oh, you should. Because like a lot of pro wrestling now is so concentrated on high spot, high spot, high spot, yeah. and not so much psychology. No, no. there's no psychology. Yeah. There's no None. good guy, no bad guy, yeah. no and no character. Me. Like everybody walks around like they're an MMA fighter. And yeah. <laughs> they do though. They walk around like they they got their their attitudes. Like what makes you different from him? Different from him other than the color well, that you're my wearing. My tribal you tattoo goes right. on the left side of my neck. Right. Like, like, on the right. Side. Right. Yeah, uh, and uh, and is there anything you want to promote? Do you have any websites? Um, Do you, want you to can. Twitter or? Um, I'm not very good with my Twitter. I will admit it is on there. I don't know what my name is on Twitter. <laughs> I've totally failed since quarantine at keeping um, up with social media. My I Facebook. I try to keep up. Is probably the best because I use that to promote like upcoming shows. If I book a movie or if I book a convention, I put all those. Um, but it's Alexa RWA Mm -hmm. is my Facebook. Um, I don't even know if I have Twitter on. I mean, I just got a new phone, so I don't know what my Twitter is, but um, I'm getting old. Someone's like, what's your TikTok?" I'm like, uh, my clock. I have have a TikTok. I, there's two videos on there. (laughs) I think it's 
Oh, hold on. I, I was like, isn't TikTok just my Vine but longer? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I've never um, seen it. Instagram is Alexa RWA1, like the number one, because I'm always number one. Uh, my Instagram is Jesse Bell 1985 because somebody stole my phone, so I lost access to my old Instagram and all oh, like no. my pictures and videos and everything. So I have like maybe four pictures up on this new Instagram that I've been completely neglecting because wrestling's not going on. So when I'm not wrestling, I'm not yeah. social media ing either, which I guess I fail at uh, that. I forget my TikTok and I don't. I, I apologize. I just put a new phone, oh, so I mean, everything's not all totally uploaded okay. on there. So we have it's Alexa and it was our... RWA. RWA. Um, I yeah. think it's like Bombshell Alexa or something. I don't know. I'll, I'll add you after. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I definitely <laughs> want to get you back and, and once this yeah. whole mess goes yeah. away, we can get you guys Looking to work. Yeah. Yes. Sure, I would love to have you. You, you're, yeah. You've been so, so kind and sweet today. Aww. It's been great to, to hang out. Ew, I'm glad you had us. We uh, love you. My parents have been yeah. over, so they've been feeding you guys food. Yeah. Oh, we've been, we've been we've fed been and eaten. played with puppies and spoiled and given drinks. Like, it's been an awesome it's day. It's right. a really good day. Well, uh, obviously, guys, if you're listening, you know who I am, but you can go to skwppb.com. Uh, we have Centrally Savage uh, Productions, which is our sister site, and we also have sleeperkidsworld.com, which is where you can see all the free stuff. We have over a million, I think almost a million free photos there that you can go nice. look. I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years now, so it's like, someone's like, you yeah. almost have like a million. I'm like, no. No. I feel, yeah. But I don't have a single gray hair, so I'm good. Hey, uh, I can't like, say the same. I feel like I should. They look at yeah. I should have some gray hair. <laughs> oh. No, but we like what we do, so that's what keeps us yeah. young. So. That is um, true. That well, is guys, true. Uh, survive uh, this... Um, this mess and and you know just be safe and and you know we'll see you when it safe. lifts party hard and we're gonna i mean the moment that this goes back up we're gonna get back to producing and uh we're gonna get jesse back with alexa and, uh, among many other people that we really want to work with again uh in the meantime um keep checking the the podcast site there's, there's gonna be plenty more on the way we got nothing else to do except talk right yeah <laughs> all right say goodbye guys bye, bye. adios